Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough. The beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct. And you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome, I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I thank everyone for tuning in and hanging out with me for this time, whether it's live or archived. And I want to announce that the show is going to two hours. Um, Having not done this kind of process show before, I had done shows for two years, weekly but or almost weekly and they were more informational with some process and I decided I'm going to do just mostly process since most of the or much of the information is already in my archives so I wasn't really sure how much time I would need so I started with an hour show and I discovered that I really can only fit in one healing per hour there's discussion there's a few things I need to say and it it meant that somebody was going to have to wait, and I just I didn't feel really great about that. I don't like to disappoint listeners and people who've taken the time to call in. So I made the change, and this now allows for more time for discussions and explanations and questions, So and a little bit more t- time, too, for whatever healing I'm doing. So I'm very excited about it. Now, if I don't have, I was thinking of doing one call, one caller, one healing per hour. It may work out I can do more than that, but that's, I think, reasonably possible. That's definitely possible. And saying that I could do three, maybe not a reasonable expectation. But in any case, if I don't have a caller in the second hour, I may just go on and give some information if some topic came up that's of interest to the listeners. I may continue to discuss something, but who knows? I may just decide to end the show after the hour or 40 minutes or whatever. So there's no rules here. We're just going to be go with the flow and do what what works out. Anyway, this show um, and all the future shows are posted on my website, JanetRichmond.com. And so if you miss a show or you want to tell somebody about a show or you want to listen, uh, you want to hear it again, even though you've listened to it live, you can always download the shows, you can listen onto any kind of MP3 player, or you can just listen straight from the computer. And so you have a lot of flexibility about about taking in and absorbing and utilizing the opportunity to get the healing. So let me give you the number to call in at 646-668- 8565, and I encourage anyone to call in and ask me your questions or let me work on healing an issue for you or at least get started on it. And the 
the healing, I, I want all the listeners to know that the healing, even though it may not be for you, it's for the specific person. We all share so much commonality in our huge sojourn of tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of lives, not only on this planet, but on many, many hundreds and thousands of planets. So there's enough of that common element that even if the pattern, the causes of the pattern that a caller calls me about, say she wants to have a better relationship, whatever the causes of that pattern, we all have those. We may have them, they may manifest in different ways because we're so unique. We're all snowflakes, but we all have them. So if you follow along with the healing, whether it's a live show or the archive show, you are going to get the, you're going to get it. You're going to get the work done. You're going to get the benefit. So I encourage everyone to listen to all the healings and follow along. Take part as if it is for you. Okay. Again, my phone number, and I do have a listener already. This is Denise. Um, she called in last week toward the end, and she was the one that was, I was, you know, I just hated to disappoint her because she made the effort to call in. She is calling in again. Thank you, Denise. I'm not quite ready for you yet, but um, we did try to do it last week, but the recording stopped after an hour, and I, her issue is so relevant to all of us that I felt it would be most beneficial to have it recorded recorded and to be on the archive show. The reason being that the um, most of my listeners listen to the archive shows, because guess what? <laughs> the show is during the work day. So the archive shows are very important, and I really felt that um, I was appreciative that she brought the issue to me, and I was appreciate, appreciative to be able to share the healing on this issue with all the all the, the listeners. So anyway, again, thank you, Denise, and I will get to you in a bit. Um, thank you so much for being patient and calling in again. All right. Now, I want to say that I was very lucky. I in the early 80s, the mid-80s, I met a terrific woman named Joan Culpepper, and I'm not going to talk too much about her because I have that information on my website. I have it in my book, um, and I've talked about her a lot on the archive show. So I was fortunate to find this really important piece of information, and that is about neutralizing. <laughs> and so I have gone out to discuss it, to demonstrate it, to teach it, to share it, to utilize it, to try to get it out to each and every one of you because we all can do it. None of us have to be special. None of us have to have a particular ability. We don't have to spend hours or weeks or months or years studying it. It is very, very accessible and available to each and every one of us. And that's why I try very hard to get the information out to everyone in many different ways through reading. I have a book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. I have, you know, as I said, the radio shows. I have teleclasses on my website. These are all free. I do this show. I have meetup groups. I have private sessions. I have a lot because people learn in different ways. Some are readers, you know. They want the manual. <laughs> they want that, that thing they can just keep referring to easy, easily. And others are audio learners and some people do both and they like to have both 
impact because it's more powerful that way. Whoever, however you are, what kind of person you are, I try to meet everybody's needs as best I can. So, but I'm always available. You can always email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Very, very simple, I think. Hopefully you can remember that Janet is just J-A-N-E-T and the Richmond is just like the capital of Virginia, Richmond, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D, JanetRichmond.com. Okay, now I want to explain briefly about what I do. And I want to say that there are incredible psychics out there that can very clearly tune in to your life now and then help you by showing you where it's unfolding and, and the future that you may have in store for you or what you're bringing in. And I want to be really clear, I'm not one of those. I hope one day that my abilities expand into that arena. Um, I'm one that knows that we aren't limited. We are unlimited in nature. And so I'm very hopeful. I'll move, move in that direction as well. But what I really do now is tune in to mostly what you don't know about yourself. I know that sounds a little odd, but I tune into if you came to me with a pattern, an issue, something you wanted to change. It's it's just getting you down, a, you know, a, a feeling state, maybe like depression, or maybe an illness pattern, or maybe you know, lack of self-esteem, or maybe you're not making enough money, or you, you're unhappy in your job, whatever it is, you come to me with that pattern. And what I do is I go in and I look at the soul level. Yes, guys, the soul level, the soul and the mind. The mind is the life you're in now. So I'm looking at both. And what comes up are the underlying beliefs, the underlying misunderstandings and misinterpretations, the underlying pain, suffering, anything and everything that is underlying the pattern you have now that you've come to me about. And the, so I will, you know, bring up those issues, those beliefs, those feelings, those misunderstandings, whatever comes up, and those will be moved into your light, which I'll explain in the healing, and will be neutralized because just knowing that they're there, just understanding them is great. It's, it's, you know, can give you these big aha moments, but we want to neutralize that very powerful energy that fuels the pattern that we have that we're upset about. <laughs> so, so what bottom line, what comes up for me is what, I call a soul scramble and we all have them and more and more will be unfolded about them as the show moves through the this year going now that it's two hours and weekly I have written a book and explained in great detail the sojourn of the human soul through the human kingdom and it I talk a lot about the soul scrambles and you will get the idea, even without reading the book, even without me explaining it too well, you'll get the idea as we do, as you experience some of these healings, that they're complex. There's misunderstandings and um, so many different false beliefs and uh, limited viewpoints that are convoluted and create blinders, create problems for ourselves in this life. And they, these soul scrambles have been created 
over the long, excuse me, not the entire journey, because it doesn't take an entire journey through the human kingdom to create one soul scramble, but many are created for many different directions and many are very complicated. Some we can release and neutralize and shift very quickly. Others take more time. It, it depends. Everybody is a snowflake, as I said, so we, it just depends on. In any case, what I will be doing is this kind of soul scan, and if it were a longer session, let's say an hour private session, um, I would get even deeper and into more of the complexities of the scan. Because of the limited nature of the show, I will get, get a start. I'll get one or two or three fret threads of what's going on, and those we will begin to work on. And those, what comes up will be the most important part, uh, the highest priority in your highest ideal. It's always for you, and it's your higher self that give me the, the thread. Um, and so... Those will come up, but I won't be able to dig as deep, but it's definitely a great start, and every bit of work that you do is permanent. It is going to, um, it's going to help you shift the pattern in other areas of your life as well. For example, if you have a pattern of uh, feeling like a victim, underneath it all, there could be this tremendous amount of shame or self-blame. Well, shame or self-blame affects us in other areas of our lives. So even though we might be working on the, the victim pattern, for example, as you're releasing and neutralizing the shame and the self-blame, that those issues will also shift other areas of your life. And it's exciting, it, but, but sometimes it's unexpected. You can see a shift in one area and not feel it in the, in the actual victim area because the victim area may be really deep, really complicated, and we've only gotten a small layer or two, but that small layer or two has really helped you make a shift in some other area, and we're not looking in that area for the shift, so we might not notice it, but it's okay. You don't have to notice. It is going to happen whether we're aware of it or not. And as you do more and more of the neutralizing, the shifts become more uh, more clear. You can see them better. They, they're more often, deeper, and it really begins to take a very, have a very powerful effect on your life. Okay, now... You know, every time I've started, started one of these shows, I wanted to give a brief summary about the nature of thought because this is going to help the listeners understand. The, the, the people who know me already and know my work don't really need this refresher course on the nature of thought, but I, I felt for the new listeners that it was important to get it on this show because the new listeners maybe have not don't even know about the archive shows. Well, they certainly do now, but they might not have listened to any of them. So I wanted to get it on this show. But I do have a caller, as I mentioned. Denise is there. So I think I'm going to go straight to Denise and get started. And if I don't have another caller today, you know, that's I can do the nature of thought then. Um, I've been very fortunate because I've had a, callers call in, so I haven't had a chance yet to get, get this information out but now that I've got two hours, I can do it. So let's go straight to 
to Denise. And um, Denise, I'm going to activate your mic. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Janet. Hi. Thank you for calling in again. I really appreciate it. I really, really appreciate your being willing to wait. And I have, I, I, I have the email that you sent me, and I was going to read it if you were unable to call in. But would you like to explain to the listeners what your issue is? Sure. And I also just wanted to say that I'm so appreciative of your work. I have been a longtime listener of yours, and I also have your book. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. I do appreciate it. Because I'm still pretty new out there. I mean, more and more people are learning about me and about the information that I'm sharing. But I just, I do really appreciate it because I'm still, I'm still relatively a newbie. <laughs> not, not okay, I've so done this work for 30 years, so I'm not newbie in that sense. But I'm a newbie at sharing it with the world. Relative newbie. I mean, I've been doing it now five years, so it's not that new. But anyway, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. So to to go over my issue, I've had this reoccurring pattern of people in my life, my stepmother, my ex-husband, bosses, coworkers, and they're people with unpredictable mood swings, like passive-aggressive personalities. I get along with them about 75% of the time. They are respectful, kind, likable people. But when out of nowhere, when they get moody and disrespectful and it's directed toward me, that's when I feel anger coming up. And I, when I realize it's happening, I process my anger and I start putting up boundaries. And I am working on clearing my anger. And I'm just wondering if there's any other underlying issues or why this pattern keeps reoccurring. Well, it's... It's really great that you've noticed that there is a pattern here because that's certainly a motivator to work on it. And when we see things recur, uh, it's important. It's it's kind of the really important first step. So I'm glad you recognized it. I do also want to say that when we have a pattern like this it, that's so reoccurring, you can move away. I. I People in my other radio shows have heard me talk about my mom. I had a difficult relationship with my mom. And I moved 3,000 miles away. But what happened? I kept seeing the same issues (laughs) coming up with other people, like you're saying. So we carry them with us. And that's why it's so important to go in there and really neutralize them, neutralize the underlying emotions and beliefs. And I'm looking forward to it also because I do think, as I said earlier, it's a great, great issue. Now, um, you had said in your email to me that there was anger and you felt toward authority figures, which makes sense since it was your, you know, a parent, even though it was a step-parent and your bosses and people like that. So the authority figure thing, I have a feeling, is going to play a role here. Yes, it does seem like it's a lot stronger with authority figures because I suppress my anger because they're in a position of power. And so with my supervisor, when I started putting up boundaries, she 
um, got rid of our relationship, so we're no longer working together. So that's the reason it's worse, I think, with authorities. Oh, really? Did this just happen? Yes, just um, yesterday, in fact. You didn't lose your job, did you? Yes, I did. Oh, Denise. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. It's Yikes. okay. I, I just I feel like everything happens for a reason. And well, so yeah. That drama between us is gone, but I still know that it's an issue that I need to work on. Yes, and you don't want to bring it in again, right? <laughs> um, oh, I'm just I'm just sorry. I I'm sure you'll be okay, but I'm glad to know that because maybe something will come up about that too. Um, all right. Well, why don't we just get started because I'm feeling. I'm really feeling like I want to get in there and see, and do some digging and really help you uh, get to the source of a lot of this. And now I just want to explain, you know, because you do know me, that I'm going to bring us all into an amalgamation process. And I want everybody, the listeners that are new, just to follow along. I explain everything as I go. And the key is to, to focus on what I'm saying. And to use that focus of attention to activate the turn-on switch, so to speak, to allow the divine energies that we all carry to become active in, in healing us. And I will explain as we go, I encourage people to close their eyes only because it's easier to focus. If your eyes are open, it's easy to sort of look around and be distracted. So in time, you can certainly do it with your eyes open and I do it all the time with my eyes open now because of course I'm doing it for so long but in the beginning shutting the eyes is a good idea I'll lead everybody through it and when I start to call out the patterns even though I'm not healing you listeners I'm healing Denise her underlying patterns like anger well who 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 of us don't have anger okay so even if we don't think we have anger, we've been in enough lives where we've been so full of rage, so full of anger, that if we don't feel anger in this life, either we've already healed it or we've repressed it in some way. And we've allowed ourselves to sort of separate the anger uh, off and it doesn't come up for us or rarely comes up. So it's just really important that when I call, when I call these issues up, that you just allow the symbolically see the anger or whatever we're calling out flowing out of you from wherever you may feel it just coming out of the top of your head you may feel it coming out of your heart area your stomach your the tips of your fingers it doesn't matter where you see it or how you see it you can see it as smoke or you can see it as dark energy like oil coming out of an oil gusher or mud coming up, you know, from a marsh or a swamp. I've seen it in a million different ways. You can see blobs, you can see shapes, you can see humanoid type looking things. Just understand that it is going to be thought energy and emotional energy and habit energy. And again, I have not explained all those things on this show as yet, but it is on my website. It's in my book. It's out there a, a lot, so you can get access to that. But it, you don't have to understand it all. I just am trying to help you know what to do during the healing. Release it out. You can even say the words, I am releasing anger into my light. And just, I never saw anything. 
I couldn't for a year or two. I, I, I didn't get anything, but it was working for me. Just saying the words in a focused manner. I am releasing my anger. I'm releasing my anger or whatever issue is coming up is going to help you let those energies go into your light. They're going to be neutralized and then absorbed into the light. We always want to absorb the neutral energy because once energy is neutral, it can become whatever it touches. So we don't want to just release it out into the environment and then it could touch some negative energies and empower those. So we definitely want to neutralize and then absorb the energy. Okay, so that was a little mini explanation. We can get started. Okay, Denise? Okay, great. Okay, I'm going to put you on mute while I do the, the... the actual healing, just in case, you know, there's any random noises. Um, I'll put you on mute, and then when I'm done, I'll put the mic back on. Okay? Okay. All right, great. All right, Denise and all the listeners, I'm going to ask that each of you become as comfortable as you can. And I begin always by having us focus on the physical body. It is a simple, easy technique to bring us into the now moment. It allows us to bring our mind's eye in and have it focus on the position of the arms and legs, where are your hands and feet. I want you to also focus on the contact points between the body, your body, and what you're sitting on. And just in this way, we pull in the mind's eye and we are centering in this moment by focusing right in the here and the now. Just listen to my voice. You can be aware of any noises that go on around you, but just simply be centered in the now moment. And I want everybody to expand this now moment. This is simply an energetic field. It can be manipulated. We can expand the now moment. I want everyone, you, Denise, especially, to do this, expand this now moment. It gets bigger and bigger, and it's moving It's filling up the room you're in. It's filling up the place where you live. It's filling up the building you're in, the town you're in. And just move that now moment. And in this way, we are extending it into the past nows and the future nows as well. So that the healing can be done in a very deep way. We're going to address the past, present, and future nows all at once. I also, at this point, would like everyone to focus on what we call the pure soul essence. This pure soul essence simply is that divine part of ourselves that every soul, from the lowliest mineral to the highest, most evolved being, carries. It is that point of light, symbolically a point of light that we carry within. It is from the originating source. It is connected to the originating source 24-7, and it is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. I, I want everyone to see it or imagine it or feel it or sense it or say the words, I am my pure soul essence, and you can see it or imagine it as a flame of a candle, a spark of light, or one of the best symbols I've discovered is to imagine it as your own internal sun. It is a powerful image. It is full of 
life and it is the divine energy that we all carry. It is the purest and most perfect and most potent point of power that we carry. And it is this divine energy that does the neutralizing, that does the healing work for all of us. I want you to understand that we live in a free will kingdom and the divine energies cannot trespass. We have to invite them in. We have to ask it to move in through and around us, which is what we're doing with this amalgamation. We are becoming one with those divine energies. We've invited them in and it is spreading throughout the physical body and all of our etheric bodies, all of those energy bodies that we carry around us that, that, because our beingness doesn't end at the skin. We carry a whole set of many etheric bodies. And that's where we carry the that's where we carry the thoughts, habits, and emotional blueprints that we are going to be neutralizing today. I'm very, very I want to emphasize a lot that we we expand this sunlight that we are, this powerful powerful light throughout the totality of our beingness and it is encompassing again the past present and future now for all of that is carried within our beingness all of it so we are accessing the totality of our beingness in this way i ask too that we amalgamate or simply become one with the conglomerate higher self the conglomerate higher self simply means that Denise is amalgamating with mine and hers. I'm amalgamating with mine and hers. And we are also calling in all of the higher selves of the live and the archived listeners. So the amount of energy here is really tremendous. It is incredibly expansive and available for us to gather and garner information and also to do the healing we have we are allowing them now to help and before we begin i would also like to call in and become one with the originating source of all there is and all life we are connected to the originating source at eternally it is never broken when we lay aside the body, that connection remains. However, by focusing on becoming one with the originating source, in essence, we're opening that connection up. We're expanding it. We're allowing and asking for the infinite resources of originating source to move in through and around us. And it guarantees that we're going to be doing the healing and bringing in the energies at the very highest level that we can today. And I ask that I'm the pure and perfect instrument to receive information and to understand it, to communicate it to you, and that you be the pure and perfect instrument to receive the information, the energy, and that you utilize it and manifest it in your life in the highest ideal and in accord with your own divine plan. Okay, I'm now just going to take a moment here to focus on you, Denise. And again, as I call out the patterns, whatever I see, I would like you and all the listeners to begin 
releasing it into the light and allowing them to be instantly neutralized and instantly absorbed into the light. And the first thing that's coming up for me right now is pain. Um, There is a lot of pain and suffering that you have experienced, not only in this life, but in many lives, that has to do with people who have this kind of um, interaction with you. And it has caused you a lot of pain. And I think right now, there is the being let go from your job has triggered even more than would be normal. And I want you just to begin, we're just going to begin now with letting that pain go, the pain, the suffering, the questions, the confusion. Why me? Why is, I, why do, why is this happening to me? Why, why couldn't I solve this problem? The self-questioning, the self-doubt, you know, there's a part of you that feels you should have been able to get to the bottom of this. You should have been able to fix it. You should have been able to deal with it. And you're, there's self-disappointment here, too, because when you didn't, you felt you disappointed yourself. There's a lot of um, self-doubt here and self-criticism, like maybe, you know, you just, you're just never going to get it right. You're just never going to resolve and, and, and fix this issue. So I want you to release all of those patterns, just pour them out of the heart along with the pain, because I'm here to say you are going to get them healed. You are going to do it. It was simply because we've been in so many lifetimes, so many sojourn, so much of our sojourn has been in cultures and uh, societies, times on this planet or other planets that these kind of the ability to heal this stuff, the concepts that were that are carried at higher frequencies, literally were not available. There was no understanding, and there was no way to find the answers. And so what you have done is you've brought in this pattern in a very active way into this life in order to have it triggered so that you, you can do the seeking and searching and really get the answers. And you, are, you have discovered the neutralizing, and it is so key. It helps us. Even if we don't understand all the whys and the wherefores and all the origins, it is definitely going to help you. And I do feel some good releases. I do feel some of the heart. Um, I do feel some of the the pressure that I felt in the heart with the pain releasing. I'm feeling a lot of tears and sorrow. Um, you've been mistreated a lot. And so that there's, okay, wait a minute. You've gone through a lot of lives, I would say, where you have held some very kind of like a servant-type position or in some way you were inferior. And in those those societies or cultures, whatever they were, it's almost as if, if you're in a servant kind of or subservient kind of place, it's, it's, it's as if you don't exist. People don't care about your feelings. They don't care about... You, they don't even believe you have feelings. It's almost a complete disconnection from the fact of your your humanity. And there, there's a part of you, this spark, that just doesn't understand it, that just knows that 
what what is it? I'm a person. Why can't people pay attention? And so I want you to release the pattern of being unseen and unheard, the pattern of of just being dismissed, discounted, brushed aside, treated as if you're a piece of furniture. Um, and so there's that aspect that's that's underlying some of this pattern. The because you whatever it is, the people around you were not really even trying to understand you. They weren't making the attempt to connect with you on a more kind of equal level. And I'm seeing now, too, that the the issue with the authorities is, is also part of this because being in that subservient role in some lifetimes, you were at the mercy of the bosses the higher born or the spiritual authorities or the political authorities, whatever the scenario was that you were in, because it was no two were exactly alike, but I'm getting the flip book, um, the flip page book from the higher selves, which just is showing me that you've had a number of lifetimes, different in detail, but similar experience, where it was the authorities in your life, the bosses and those type of people that were mistreating you in so many different ways. So your issue with authorities, it makes sense to me because it was a lot of that going on. Of course, the the pattern... Oh, you know what I'm seeing? Ah, I'm seeing... Okay, I'm seeing that there were times where you were expected to know what to do, but nobody told you what to do. So you were like hanging out there, expected to know what to do, and just you had no clue. And so it was this attempt on your part to do it, to get it right, to to fix it or whatever your job was. And because you had no instruction, inevitably, guess what? There would be things you didn't do. You, you, you didn't know to do four steps and you figured out two and you missed the other two, et cetera. You know what I'm talking about. And so there's this this part of you that, that sort of hangs, that feels lost. There's a lost quality here that you just don't have enough information. There's a confusion, a frustration, and I'm feeling some connection now to the anger. The Because the, the anger is, don't they get it? They they have to give me the steps. How can I know them? What what am I supposed to read their minds kind of feeling? And I feel lifetime after lifetime a, a tremendous frustration and a rage about the scenarios that are going on. There is this idea that um, there's a victim quality here too. It's not the overall one, but you just can't help but feel like a victim because you had no choice. You had to be working in these places. Either it was your, you know, you were part of the, the caste or the class that was the servant society or you were born into the life from, from you know, your parents were in it, whatever. But so there was this part of you that did feel like a victim, well, if only I'd been born somewhere else, if only this, if only that, because you didn't understand that, in fact, at the soul level, we choose each, we choose the life that we go in. We just don't remember why we chose it or even that we did choose it. 
So we all come in what I called sort of deaf, dumb, and blind, and we because we don't remember. And so there's this really a lot of frustration, a lot of anger. What did you do to deserve it? Um, there is this whole aspect where you can't really communicate it. So I'm seeing it really clearly. You had to stuff that anger down so often because you were unable to express it to these kind of, you know, authority figures. Uh, and I want you to begin to really open up. I'm, I would like you to visualize a like a hatch, a symbolic hatch, you know, and I use the symbol a lot because it's so effective. You know the hatches they have on the top of submarines where they unwind some handle and the hatch opens when they get to the top of the water and sunlight comes in and and they're able to release the the stale air. And I want you to see and visualize a hatch right in front of the abdomen, heart area, that whole area, and open it up and allow the anger and the rage to come out. The frustration, the I'm seeing it almost as a red kind of energy. And I want you also to release all the misunderstandings, all the false beliefs that you've carried along with it, the blaming the others, but you also carry a self-blame here too. There are lives where you totally blamed yourself. There are lives where you blame both. You just didn't know where to go. You didn't know how to find and figure out how to get out of it. Why is it like this? Why, why you? And so you went to any and every corner you could figure out, you know, and that's what we all did. We didn't have the, the true and real answers. We didn't understand at those higher levels of higher viewpoints and we struggled and I see a tremendous amount of struggle here this is just really I, I'm just pouring out now you're doing a great job Denise I just want you to continue to release the struggle it is a it feels like the struggle of Sisyphus if, if you know that that um, myth where Sisyphus is rolling a boulder uphill and he never quite gets it there. He gets it close to the top and then for some reason it rolls back down again and he has to do it over and over and over again. He never gets it all the way to the top. And that's kind of the way it feels. I just feel this exhaustion. I feel this tiredness from you, this incredible frustration and discouragement to the nth degree. It's it's like you just haven't been able to figure it out there's just this very deep level of struggle here and it's just it's it's really agonizing and it feeds this whole pattern because because you came to believe that the struggle was going to be indefinite that it would never shift it would never change and just this belief that it was constant and that you, you, there was nothing you could do. As hard as you've tried, you haven't been able to fix this. And so there's been this absolute locking in in a way that it is always going to be like this. And I want you to release that belief system. Let it go. Just pour it out. And I am feeling a release in the pressure here. Um, and I want you just to continue to do it. Uh, and 
take a few deep breaths. I'm going to call in what I like to term symbolically as the divine flush. It's simply, simply a quote-unquote cocktail of divine energies. It's different for each individual. It's the energies that will literally help move through the body. I see it coming down through the top of the head and moving through the entire beingness, the body, physical body, and the etheric bodies. And it's helping to wash out. It's helping the release by pushing out the debris, the, the residues, the toxins, the pollutants, energetic pollutants and physical pollutants, everything. It's just pushing it out. It's, it sort of helps us. Sometimes I, I use another energy I call divine WD-40. It helps loosen and grease the, the release. Whatever you need to use, you're going to call it in. It's divine energy. It's silly names maybe, but I do feel already a difference. I feel like it's coming out more smoothly and there's less pressure it because you have really opened up the this well of the struggle and the the belief that it's it's sort of there to stay and you're never ever ever going to change that um i'm getting a sense of relief and at the same time i would like to call in divine understanding and divine love and divine forgiveness because I want those energies to move in through and around all the spaces symbolically that have been left empty by, and it's not really empty, but it's almost like open windows now, where windows were shut before, they're now open, and I want these energies to move in through and around those open windows, those, those new cracks in your energetic field, in your physical body, and allow the divine energies to empower and shift even more your energetic field and to help you connect with the purity of who you are and to love yourself. I want to call in divine acceptance. And divine acceptance really is powerful. It helps us accept ourselves. For, you know, we are not our flaws. The, we think we are because that's the blinders we carry from so many lives. And that's what we've been told. That's how we look at others. Well, so-and-so has this flaw. We, we define our person and other people by flaws, also by good qualities. It's not just by flaws. But in fact, we are not our flaws. We're not our bank statement that's overdrawn at the moment. We're not our abusive relationship. We're not any of that. Instead, we are the pure and purity and perfection of that pure soul essence that we carry, as is every single soul. But we have just these false beliefs and limited viewpoints about who we are. So I want you just to call in these energies to help you open up to see. I want, I'm going to call in divine resolution and divine opportunities and divine possibilities. I want the pattern to resolve and I want you to open up the possibilities and the opportunities for new work and new people, new types of relationships. Before I finish, and it's getting um, to the close of the first hour, before I finish, I would like to also have you release 
the loss pattern of the job, the job loss pattern, the, the, the whole issue of work, because you've had a lot of these jobs that have been not happy, that they've been stressful. I want you to release all the stress, the working stress, and all of that, the, the um, suffering you've done at the job level. I also want you to, to release any relationship issues. Um, we're just going to do this in general because there's not time to fully dig, but I want you just to also release all misunderstandings, misconceptions, and misinterpretations, known and unknown, direct and indirect, that affect the relationships in your life, that affect your viewpoints and your interactions about these uh, authority figures. You are your own directing identity, and you are equal to each and every other being on the planet. They're not just human, every other being. We are all equal, for we all are one. We are expressions of the originating source of all there is. And so I want you to release any misunderstandings about relationships, any experiences, any problems, any emotional blueprints, anything and everything related to difficult relationships, especially with these authority figures. There is more here about the whole authority figure situation. Um, If I don't get another caller, you could either stay on the line or call me back in a little bit, and we we could work on you again. I'd be willing to do that because I'm seeing here issues with authority figures that are in addition to what I've already spoken about. It's a, it's a more, it's more of a general pattern. Um, and so we could certainly do that. So that is up to you. In any case, I want you to just, before we finish, I want you to just take a deep breath, focus on that pure soul essence, symbolic sunlight that you are and feel it pulsing in through and around your beingness. Feel it's, clearing away, it's neutralizing and it's absorbing what you have released and neutralized and it has, it is who you truly are and I'm going to ask that you bring in divine insight and divine vision divine vision in the sense that you literally are going to be able to see at a higher level understand at a higher level and and I encourage you to bring this kind of amalgamation in. Whenever you think about it, it can take 30 seconds and just sit in that energy. And I feel like divine vision is a really important energy for you. They're all important for all of us, but for some reason it is really important for you, Denise. Okay. Um, I'm going to put you back on the mic, Denise, if I can just... Figure this out. Yeah, I got it. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. I hope that helped. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. And I do hope it helped. I did feel a lot of releasing. Oh, good. Good. I mean, it did help. I mean, I just hope you could, you know, you were feeling things as they went on. But if you didn't, it's still okay. (laughs) But, um, Anyway, I I felt like I was releasing a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot came out. 
I have to say, because when we started, it was just sort of, I sort of sense what I'm thinking you're sensing. I don't really know for sure, but I sense it in various parts of my body, and I, I feel kind of this pressure, and then when it's released, it just eases, and so I felt a lot of that release, a lot of the easing of the pressure, so, yay! Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome, kiddo. And, you know, you don't have to stick around. I know it's... Um, oh, I have plans to keep listening until you're done in an hour, so I will hold on. Oh, terrific. Okay, well, so far I don't have another caller. I do would like to talk a little bit, like I said, about the the, the how thought works. Um, but I would I would love to get back to you to work on the external authority, and that is another one that we all have, guys. So those listeners that may not think it relates to you because maybe you don't have exactly have Denise's pattern, I can promise you that the neutralizing around this issue is important for all of us, and you'll understand why when I get into it. So great. Um, thank you, Denise. I will. Thank you. Now, somebody else may call in, but I doubt it because it's the first show with two hours that people wouldn't know automatically to do that. So I'm pretty sure we'll be able to do this. Um, But I did want to just, and you probably know this information, I did want to talk briefly about the nature of thought because everyone has the concept that thought counts that somehow our conscious thought makes a difference and it's out there everywhere to think positive and, you know, that your life can change if you focus more and more on the positive. So that the concept of the importance of thought is definitely out there. It's certainly not new with me, but the higher selves explain the nature of thought in a way that I think helps us understand why thought is important and how it works. And you know what? I'm, going to put you back on mute, Denise, just right now. All right. Okay, so, but you're still on. Um, Anyway, but when you understand the nature of thought, it's easier to see that thinking positive is one half of the coin, and the other half is we have to do something about the negative. And the neutralizing process was explained by the higher selves, because that's exactly what we we can do and, and you know, I suggest very strongly that we all do the neutralizing of the negative. And it, it makes the shifting in the life and accelerates the, the life pattern to unfold in much more positive ways. So let me, um, let me explain uh, that what, about thought. So now it's commonly believed that if we focus our attention more intently on the positive or inspiring thoughts, we can reduce or eliminate the negative in our life. And that somehow the negative will just atrophy away or won't bother us anymore. And in fact, that really isn't the case. So to see where the dilemma lies, let me explain how thought works. Okay. Now, whenever you think a thought, no matter what it is, good, bad, or indifferent, it creates an energy. We call it a thought form. And every single type of thought has its own unique magnetic signature. So if you think, I'm miserable today, my back hurts, or just I am miserable, I'm keeping it simple, just I am miserable, you are, that 
thought has a specific magnetic signature, and it's very different from the thought, I'm so in love. That has its own magnetic signature. And every time we think a thought, we create it, it moves into what the higher self called the thought form body. Don't worry about the titles and the names so much, but just know it moves into an energetic space within our etheric energy fields that, that surround us. Just like we, most people know about the aura, it's similar to that. It isn't the aura, but it's, it's another energetic field that the higher self call the thought form body. And all the like thoughts, every like thought you think, I'm so in love, that magnetic signature is going to be attracted to the other thoughts you've had in this life and every single other life that you're so in love. And it creates a thought form that grows and grows over your sojourn. And that thought form of I'm so in love exists in our energetic field. It's the same with a negative thought. When we think I'm miserable today, that thought form has its own magnetic signature and is drawn and becomes, joins the conglomerate of all the other thoughts we've had, I'm so miserable today. (laughs) So... We also carry a thought form that gets bigger and bigger as we go through many lives that we also carry in our energetic field. Now, the reason why I want you to understand this is because when we think a thought, for example, we we have a mantra of, I have joy in my life, for example. Well, that mantra or that saying or that you know, trying to create the the positive thoughts in our lives. You might say it a hundred times a day. Well, it is drawn to every other thought you've ever had that says, I am joy or whatever. So it has no effect at all. It doesn't touch. It doesn't interact with. It doesn't overpower. It does nothing about the I am miserable thought form. So, All the positive thoughts that we've ever had don't do anything about the negative thoughts that we've had. That's why just thinking positive doesn't really do anything for the negative thoughts. We have to address those. And let me give you an example. Well, no, not example. Let me just go on to explain. All right, now. Once the energy is created, it can't be eliminated. And the scientists know that with other types of energy. Once you create an energy, it's there. You can't get rid of it. So these energies that we carry in our energetic field, these thought forms, unfortunately, more of them are negative than positive simply because of the nature of the you know, human condition. We've lived really difficult lives even though no matter what we have going on in this life, it's pretty darn nice compared to lives we've lived in, the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, the prehistoric times, et cetera, et cetera. So we've had some incredibly difficult lives, and even in this wonderful life, we all have negative thoughts that come up, things where we suffer, we're unhappy, or we're depressed, or we're uh, frustrated, we're angry, whatever. We, We have a much larger contingency of this negative thought energy than we do the positive. And why is that important? It's important because 
we carry something called the creative body. And the creative body is an energy field that is filled with the creative life force energy. Don't worry about the titles and the names. It's not important, but it's an energy that all it does is create. It's a divine energy. It creates, it's obsessive compulsive. It creates 24-7 and is that energy that is weaving our outer reality every moment of the time. And what does it use in its weaving? It uses the energy generated by the thought forms. The thought forms the emotional blueprints and the habit imprints all work together, and I haven't explained the emotional side or the habit side, but they all work together and have powerful energy that is used in the weave by the creative life force energy within our creative body. Now, the creative body doesn't care if you're a good person or not. It doesn't say, I'm going to create only good things for this person because they're a good person. It doesn't work like that. The creative body utilizes all the fuel. It doesn't just utilize the positive because you're a good person or your intentions are good. It uses all the fuel. That's why we need to, yes, build up the positive, of course, but we also need to neutralize the negative fuel. Let me give you an example. If you, the, the creative body is like our own manufacturing plant, and I love this concept. If we decide that we want to manufacture something, we might decide we want to build bombs, for example. And so we put in the, the machinery and the equipment, and we supply, give all the materials, we supply the plant, so... All those things, you put the materials in and out comes bombs at the other end. If we decide, oh, we want to think positive, we don't want to have any more bombs in our life symbolically. But <laughs> so we start, we, we decide instead, and this is again just an example using a symbol, we decide we want to build bicycles instead of bombs. We wouldn't want to just put in the equipment and the supplies for bicycle manufacturing in through and around and all the sort of empty spaces around the bomb making materials because what would come out the other end would be maybe a bicycle with bombs hanging off it i mean it would be it would be a combination what you would manufacture at the other end would be a combination of the materials that you put in and that's the way the thought form the creative body works in a real manufacturing plant, if we decide we want to change to bicycles, we would take out all the foundation, the equipment, the machinery, and the materials for the bombs and replace it totally. You, you clean out the manufacturing plant and you put in instead the bicycle plant. And that's what the neutralizing is. It's like this cleaning process and allows us to, to uh, clean out or clear out, neutralize, the negative. Now, by neutralizing, let me give you another example. The, let's say we have two beakers or two containers of liquid that's exactly to exactly the same liquid, the same amount. But one, one of the beakers liquid is a negative pH. I mean, a, an acidic pH or something. I don't know exactly how it works, but let's just say it's acidic and it's the most acidic that it can be. And the other one is the most basic pH that it can be. Now, 
if you took one beaker and poured it into the other, because it's exactly equal in liquid and exactly opposite in the pH, the liquid would be completely neutral. There would be no pH at all. Did you lose any of the liquid? No. You have all the liquid present, but all the liquid is now neutral. And that is exactly how the divine light works with the thought energy, the habit, and the emotional blueprints as well. It matches the negative, equal and opposite, and neutralize it. So if you envisioned a black circle as a symbol for whatever negative thought or negative pattern or negative belief system you had, and then a white circle to the right of it that was exactly the same, uh, the exact same size and shape, and then knowing that the white circle is symbolic of the divine energy that you carry that's going to do the neutralizing, and then you push the two together black and white become gray, totally neutral. And then that gray is absorbed by your light and empowers the light. So that's what we're doing, and that's how it works. And that's the reason we want to get rid of the, the negative, is that we want to clear away out of our manufacturing plant the, the energies that are being utilized in the weaves that bring the creator out of reality. Anything that we carry in the etheric bodies is, is going to be reflected in our outer reality in some way. Some things are heavier, some things are more intense, more entrenched, uh, more habitual. So those things may show up bigger in your life, more problematic in your life than some of the others. We all carry different degrees of everything. Um, which is fine. We're all snowflakes, but we all carry bits of everything. Um, anyway, so the being conscious and being aware that thought energy is absolutely important. It also is what creates the focus of attention, as you as I explained earlier, that it's the turn-on switch that allows the divine energy to work. It, the divine energy cannot trespass our free will. And so we have to invite it in. And once in, it is amazing. It does the work. It is so powerful. Thank, thank goodness. And we also use that divine energy to empower, as you heard in the healing. I don't just neutralize the negative. I also bring in the divine energy to empower our lives in the positive. It is more powerful than just thinking, I am joy, if you bring in divine joy. Divine joy will find the joy thought form that we have, and it will empower it with the divine energy. And manyfold, I don't know specifically, but probably thousands or 10,000-fold more than just thinking, I am joy. And, and having that thought energy, which um, is not as powerful at all as the divine energy. So we use the divine energies in both ways, and everyone has it at the pure soul essence level. Okay. Now, every time we neutralize, it's permanent. It can't go backward. And it's really important that you understand that, guys, because I use the gym analogy a lot about this work, because this work 
is not the fast food lane for change. Because we've had so many lives, because we have so much energy identity, so many of these thoughts, habits, and emotional issues running around in so many different ways, and I've just given you the tip of the iceberg in a way, but it's not necessary for you to know every bit of information. But because we've had so many lives, we it, it, it's not like we go in once and we we get to the bottom of it and we're never going to have it again. Sometimes things can do really quickly. Other things are more entrenched, very deeply rooted within our soul system, our beingness at the soul and mind level, that we just can't do it in one go because at the soul level, we're not ready to give it up right so quick. We're used to it. We've had it for eons of time. So even though it may not be good, it's it's a comfort point. It's a security point. It feels good. So we only give up whatever our soul chooses to give up. Remember, it's a free will kingdom. So even though we invite in the divine energies, if at any time the soul says, nope, I'm not ready to give up that shame yet, or I'm only ready to give up a little bit, I, I don't know what I'm going to feel and who I'm going to be if I don't feel like shame. It will only release the bit it can take at that moment in time. So this work I encourage everyone to make it a lifestyle, uh, and I always use this gym analogy where if you go to the gym once a month or once every two months or even once every couple of weeks, you're not, you're not going to see that much change. You're not going to be motivated to keep going, and you may not see any change at all if you only go once a month, because when you go to the gym, you may start this build up but if you don't go consistently or you do and then you stop your muscles are going to get flaccid again in this work there is no going backward once you neutralize whatever you do in, the, in the, each session that is neutralized it's gone you've changed the balance of the negative and positive in your etheric bodies you've shifted it and so that's the great news. There's this never wasted. It's never, oh, you know, I shouldn't have joined membership at the gym. I only went once a month for three months. Oh, what a waste of money. It's not like that for this work. But it is important. If you want to get into physical shape, you need to do it on a regular basis. And when you do, after four months or ten months or however it is, and you finally get into shape, you wouldn't then say, oh, I'm done. I don't need to, to do it. I'm now in shape. Um, you you absolutely know that you have to keep it up. You have to maintain it. So so what I'm so what I want to encourage you to do is take this on as a lifestyle and get used to it. And I have lots of help available on my website, JanetRichmond.com. <clears throat> if you have any questions, you can also email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. I'm just always open to help everyone. On my website, for example, I have something under, I think the tab is something like free downloads, and there's one called amalgamation statement. And I don't want you guys to worry about the word amalgamation. It seems like a big word. After a while, you'll hear me say it so much, it'll be nothing to you. But don't get, don't worry about it. You can just use I am. I am my higher self. I am my pure soul essence. I am the originating source. It will accomplish the same thing as saying I am amalgamated with. So, <clears throat> but if, if you if you go to that tab and it says uh, amalgamation statement, 
it'll explain a little bit about the amalgamation. And then at the bottom, it'll have the four sentences because you don't need to do the big, long, extended one that I do. You don't need to do that. Just say those four sentences, print it out, carry it in your purse, put it in your wallet, put it in your glove compartment, stick it in your kitchen wall, <laughs> and put it in your, you know, next to your bathtub or next to your bed, however you, wherever you might find the few moments. And you don't have to take an hour to do it. You can spend a minute just doing the amalgamation. It isn't about saying it wrote, I am, like ABCD. You want to focus for a few moments on each one of those statements. And then you can go ahead and begin the releasing. Because remember, we have to invite them in. We have to use that focus of attention to, as the turn-on switch, as, the, as giving them permission, so to speak. Okay, so I've said pretty much what I'd like to, wanted to say, and I would like now to come back to you, Denise. So I'm going to put your mic on. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. For anyone who's tuned in late, Denise called in last week, and I didn't get to her, and she is calling in again this week. And we did a, one healing on her, but I got um, – it was – it was good for the issue, but I got something else that came up about the authority, the external authority figures, and I felt there was some more to neutralize there, but it was, um, it, I, I felt it would be better to focus and have a separate healing on it because otherwise the healing was going to get so long in the go on the radio. Um, not that that's necessarily a bad uh a bad thing, but at least, Denise, you and I got to talk a little bit about the first healing. And and uh, have you had any more thoughts since I've been jabbering on? Um, no, I, I'm feeling good. I've just been continuing to do a lot of breathing. Great. Great, great. Okay, well, um, I guess we should just go for it, huh? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to put you back on mute so that you can move around and everything like that and, it, and the other listeners won't hear it. Uh, I've, I'm, you know, sometimes uh, people cry and things like that. So I want you to feel free to emote and do whatever you need to do <laughs> because I'm going to have you on, on mute so the other listeners won't have an issue. Okay? Okay. All right, so um, make yourself comfortable. And take, I know you've been doing some breathing, as you just said, so that's good. And just center uh, in the moment as well as you can. And I'm going to do a little bit shorter amalgamation because I'm feeling it in place actually already. I just want to remind you that you are your pure soul essence. And I'd like you to visualize that pure soul essence as a symbolic sun that you are carrying your own symbolic sun within. And it is so beautiful. And by focusing on it, I'm watching it as it is is literally expanding in through and around the totality of your body and in through and around the totality of your etheric bodies. It is just beaming out. And just like our sun brings life, brings clarity, brings light to this huge space 
your pure soul essence and mine as well and everyone's pure soul essence, our own symbolic internal sunlight does the same. And this light is so beautiful. It's expanding and growing as is mine and as is every listener, whether live or archived. And I want everyone to be aware that these lights get so big, we become beacons of light. And right now, you and I, Denise, our light is reaching and touching each other's light. And in this way, we are joining in one accord and creating more of an array of light. And I'm inviting in also and the lights and the beacons from all the listeners. We are in the now moment, the past, present, and future now moment. We already had placed ourselves there and that instantly came in. So that was good. And so we are all touching one another and creating a beautiful array of light literally around the planet. Wherever there are no uh, individuals that are either listening live or listening to the archive show down the line, the, our, all of our lights are extending to every point in the globe. So there is this powerful light beaming up from 100% of our planet. And in so doing, the light is being provided. Remember, this light is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. It is absolutely, from a moment-to-moment basis, expanding right along with the originating source. So it has and carries everything that any soul could utilize or would be interested. And as a result, this light is being provided to any and every soul, no matter how small, no matter how hidden, no matter how seemingly unimportant it is providing the light and any and every soul that is ready to utilize some of this light is coming in and partaking of it. And in this way, simply by doing this amalgamation, we are all helping souls both in and out of body, both on this planet and other planets in the human kingdom universe. We are helping many, many souls on many different levels. These souls, for the most part, aren't aware they have their own light. So they come and they partake of the the light that's being provided. So I thank you, Denise, for that opportunity. This light is also being moved into the astral, and the there are some very um, dedicated souls that uh, work in the astral. I call them sometimes astral workers, and they t- partake of this light also and utilize it to neutralize the thoughts that are held at the astral level. The astral is simply the thought form body of the planet Earth and all all the humanities that have been on the planet from all time. There's an astral around every planet that has ever housed the humanities or or the planets that are currently housing the humanities. And all of these astrals are also connected They're also a conglomerate field, and the astral workers are ones that help neutralize the negative astral energies, the negative thoughts from humanities for the billions and billions of humanities for all time. So this light is very important. So again, I thank you and all the listeners for allowing this bit of healing to go on before I address the issue with Denise on the uh, external 
authority. And what's coming up for me right away was what was started to come up earlier uh, in the show, and that is that the there's been heavy conditioning on your part, as is true literally for the all humanities. There's heavy conditioning that somehow those that the those outside of you, the authorities outside of you, are more important, more are smarter, know more, and must be listened to and have all the answers. And the reason why this is so heavily conditioned for you and all the humanities is because the minute we're born, we're helpless. And who takes care of us? Our parents. They are the first and very dominant pair of external authorities in our lives. Sometimes they're even older sisters or aunts and uncles or grandparents. We are helpless. We know nothing. So all these external people in our lives become our focus of attention. We are conditioned to look outward for help, for answers, for sustenance, um, everything. And so we are conditioned literally from every single life. And then, of course, it goes on to the teacher level, our teachers, our bosses, the, the authorities in the spiritual uh, camps or um, belief systems and whatever culture we've been born in, and also political authorities or um, the royal-type noble authorities, any, any kind of external situation where the king or the god or the priest or the some, someone who has a position of power is seen as having the answers, is seen as being right. And this conditioning is not only heavy with you, Denise, it's heavy for all of us. And part of the journey in the human kingdom is to become aware that we each and every one of us are our own directing identity. We have to move through our journey till we get to the point of awareness that the external authorities, it's not like we can't listen to them. It's not like we can't follow them, but they don't have all the answers. They don't have the answers. Maybe they have the answers for them, but not necessarily for us. So each one of us has to disconnect in a way from that that conditioning to look outward and to begin a new focus inward that we carry our own answers our own purity of purpose and sincerity of motive our own unfoldment our own gifts and talents our own viewpoints and it is those that that will help us direct our own life so it's this process of learning to tune in to the inside. So I want for you, Denise, to begin simply by releasing. Okay, I'm seeing it like like a thread. But, I mean, that maybe seems too small. But you know those gigantic balls of thread that people save up and they roll and roll and the, and the ball gets bigger and bigger and bigger? Well, it's it's like that with the conditioning that we've had. We've had so much conditioning. And what I want you to do is just to begin to unravel that thread 
it's it's dark and it's dirty and it's it, it's it's usefulness is pretty much not there anymore. It's just part of a useless kind of ball in there, and it's kind of interspersed and intertwined. Instead of being a big ball, it's woven in through and around the totality of who we are, every self-identity, every belief system, everything. And I want you to begin simply by seeing this thread and, and just beginning to pull it out. And as you pull it out, release the, the section into your light and watch the light just absorb it. And, and I, I'm seeing you do it and I'm seeing it coming out faster and faster and faster. It, it, it's not necessarily going to go really fast because it's almost as if there's a, a, res, a, a reticence there. It's almost like wanting to go into the ocean that you've never been in before. So first you stick in the toe. You're not really sure what it's going to be like. I mean, you know, is there going to be seaweed in there? You know, this is like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling a little bit of, of, of reticence here. And I want you to also release the reticence. I want you to release the fear of the unknown, the fear of trying something new. And it's not like you've never looked to yourself. It's not like you've never done it. But in a way, by removing the external through neutralizing, it brings into a stronger focus the, oh, my gosh, I mean, I'm really going to look in I'm really going to be doing that and and what's that going to be like so it brings doubt it brings concern are you capable are you really able to do it are you able to give up this incredible foundation this something that you've known and believed in for so long it's it but it has been I want I want you and all the listeners to understand that the external authorities don't have the answers for everyone. They, they've they either been taught the answers themselves and they're repeating what somebody else taught them because maybe they felt good to them or maybe they, they're just giving what worked for them but they don't understand it's not going to work for everyone. So there are a lot of boxes that are created, a lot of belief systems that hold us hold us in, in certain, locked into certain places instead of taking those steps slowly but surely and unfolding in our journey, we get hung up from things we've been taught or told or pushed. In many cases, I see I see it being pushed into you. I'm looking at you, Denise, and I'm seeing there's times you literally have had it. I'm getting a visual like somebody's opened, forcefully opened your mouth and is force-feeding you some of this external stuff. And it's been very difficult for you as it's for many, but for you, I see a tremendous wisdom in there. There is some really deep knowledge and some, you, you've, you're connected in an unremembered remembrance kind of way. You sense it, you know it, that there's, there's, you carry some very expanded viewpoints and those viewpoints don't settle well with what's being forced down your throat symbolically from the external authorities. And it's, it's, it's a real struggle. It's, it feels almost choking you. It feels like you are being, being you know, it's almost like having, um, you know, you've been tied up and you, your mouth has been stuffed with a, with a cloth so you can't speak. And it's just, 
it's just a horrible feeling. And I, you know, in addition to that thread, I would like you to pull out that cloth, symbolic cloth out of your mouth. I want you to just feel that retreating as you release this conditioning of listening to the external authorities. I want you to release the, um, the frustration you have. There's definitely frustration here. There's, uh, the, uh, There's self-doubt and all of that, but there's also this, this determination that, you know, this isn't right. You know, something isn't right here. Why should I have to believe that when I just don't believe it? But what you do and what we've all done so often is that we, we go along with it. We don't, we don't connect with it. We don't believe it. We don't agree with it or whatever the situation is, but we go along to make nice. We go along to avoid conflict or we go along to save our lives because sometimes, especially in those certain situations in some of the societies and cultures, at least you're aware of on this planet, but it's true on other planets, sometimes you speak up and you, you, you express a doubt and guess what? It's considered heresy or treason. And so you have been forced to keep it stuffed, to go along with the stuffed part of it because it either would save your life, save family members' lives, it, you would be able to avoid being imprisoned or exiled or um, had your head beheaded or whatever. And so, so it's been not only forced upon you, but you've also, also, you've also recognized that you need to go along with it at times. And so it has been, there's been a lot of suffering and there's a part of you that kind of disconnected in a way, just out of self-preservation, you disconnected from that really powerful voice that you have. You've disconnected from it because these, these lifetimes and the situations with the external authorities has forced you to kind of put it, put that part of you aside. And I'm feeling a disconnection here with your own voice in some ways that there's, um, some sort of um, had been a need for you to not pay attention to it, to not tune into it, because then it just got more frustrating when you did, and then you had to stuff it down or accept it. Somebody else's stuff, stuffing it down. And so I see that there's a pattern where you have taken the out of necessity much of the time, but it became almost habitual and conditioned in its own way, where you've taken more of the inferior role, more of the subservient role. This ties in with the first healing because you had subservient lifetimes where you didn't stand up for yourself as much as you, you could have. And there's no uh, criticism here. We've all made these compromises simply to get along, simply to, to save our lives, simply to get the joy or the positive or the, um, the survival, whatever that we could hope that we could muster. Because trust me, a lot of these lives are really tough. And if there's a little bit of joy and a little bit of, uh, happiness, a little bit of safety or shelter that you could keep by keeping it stuffed, why not compromise? Why not take the subservient or the inferior position? But at the soul level, you don't feel subservient. You don't feel inferior. That at the soul level, you are, you're just this beautiful, powerful person with unlimited, with an unlimited nature 
that is is screaming to get out in a way. And it, by screaming, what it is doing is it's brought this pattern into you over and over again. So you you are so motivated to deal with it because at the soul level, you don't want it anymore. But if you came in and you had a great life, you wouldn't be motivated. You wouldn't even be aware that you carry it. So that's what we do. We choose situations and conditions when we're born into lives that will trigger the patterns we want to heal. You may not trigger every pattern you want to heal in this life, but this one is pretty important. And boy, you triggered it. And boy, you noticed it. And boy, you're trying to get rid of it. And so, and you are. So I want you to also, um, I want you to just continue to neutralize any kind of feeling that you aren't good enough, that you have to be subservient, that you have to dim your own light, that you have to shut off your own voice. There, it's a lot of pain here, too. There's just always pain in these kind of things. And I'm feeling the pain. I'm feeling a lot of pressure again on the chest. And I want you to just, uh, there's a lot of grief. And there's also fear here. There's fear of the fear of the unknown. And fear, can you really do it? Because it's almost as if you're out of practice. It's almost as if you've forgotten how to be that equal, how to be that powerhouse that you are. You haven't really forgotten, but here's where the self-doubt comes in. And so, and it's normal because you, you haven't experienced it in, as much as you're going to in this life. So it's still some unknown. And whatever you've experienced in this life, it isn't near as much as you carry. You carry a big amount of beautiful, powerful, unlimited uh, energy that will be moving forward and you will be unfolding in in just a, a fabulous way, step by step, and you are going to surprise yourself. Within about a year, I see you being in a very different place than you are right now. You won't even believe it. Um, So I'm feeling really good about it, and I just am going to call in the the energy of divine unfoldment, divine destiny, divine serenity, and divine courage. Because a lot of this is, it's, it's almost as if you're stepping out onto, there's a big chasm in front of you, and you're standing on one side of the chasm, and at the other side is a year from now, for example, at least symbolically, where you're going to be. It's just, you've got to cross this chasm, but the chasm, you don't know, does it really have a bridge across? You can't see that bridge right now. You know you have to keep, you have to make that step forward, but you don't really see the bridge. And so it's this big unknown thing. You're not sure how you're going to unfold, how you're going to get to the other side. And what I want you to do is simply to take a big step forward onto the next step. You can't see the step, and I want you to feel that it is absolutely solid underneath your foot. You are there for you. Divine support. It's there. You can't see it, but it's there. And I now want you to take another step forward to the next step and feel that same divine support under that foot. And now I want you to look across the chasm and you'll be able to see, sense, or imagine the 
bridge across that cavern. You may not see exactly where it's going to go, where it's going to take you, but it is there. And I'm going to call in divine bridge and divine forward, divine movement, I would say, divine movement. There's a divine energy for everything, guys. So we're going to call in divine movement and divine uh, nurturing and divine support. And you are going to, these energies are going to fill in or move in through and around you and start to activate and grow and enhance all that you are that's going to help you unfold in this journey. Meanwhile, I'm going back to the thread, and I'm, the ball is significantly symbolically smaller. It's about half the size. I'm like in shock because it's really been reduced, which means you've done a good amount of neutralizing on the conditioning of looking to those external authorities as knowing more than you, as having the answers and all of that. You have your own answers. You carry that pure soul essence. You carry this incredibly powerful wisdom, knowledge, and anything and everything. And it just becomes a new exercise to look more and more within and less and less without. It doesn't mean that it's either or, that you can never listen to, you know, you want to change your diet in some way. It doesn't mean you can't listen to the experts in the nutrition business. It's, I'm not saying that, but you are going to be your own guide. Whatever you hear, if the nutritionist or the diet person or whatever says you need to do these 10 things, you look at it and be discerning because maybe two of those things just don't feel right to you. It just doesn't resonate and you just don't feel good. And you know what? That's absolutely okay. You're not making a mistake by not listening to and not doing those two things. You're following exactly what you're feeling from within. You're starting to listen to your own voice. That's our job here, guys, is to turn in more and more and become more and more connected with that inner voice. And so I'm going to call in that divine inner voice energy and the divine connection to the inner voice. And boy, that really, I really felt that connect for you, Denise, and I'm really excited. And I'm, I also feel like there's some some incredible energy coming in that brow, brow chakra area. Uh, I don't know if it's just it, empowering you there, but I do feel like there is a lot of energy present there helping you to tune into your own inner insight, your own inner knowing, uh, because it is, it is very deep and you do carry it. You have a very powerful inner voice. And I'm calling in divine trust because a lot of this process for all of us is just learning to trust and also to be discerning. Just because we have a gut feeling doesn't necessarily mean that it is the inner voice. It could be a gut feeling of fear. We need to neutralize the fear before we can really get to the, the purity of the gut feeling. So that's, as we go and there's more and more neutralizing, you're going to be able to tune in more and more to that purity of that inner knowing and that inner wisdom and inner joy and inner movement and inner uh, unfoldment. 
Okay. I'm going to put you back on the mic, lady. Um, just a sec. Trying Thank to figure you, out. Janet. You're so welcome. Um, yikes, I got so carried away. The energy was so intense. Did you feel that? Yes, I did. I oh can my. definitely tell I've been worked on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I would be surprised if you couldn't tell, although back in the day I couldn't tell, but it still works. But And I can also relate to what you were talking about with the bridge because I did just get my master's in counseling, and I my goal is my own private practice, but the fun issue... The what I missed that and so everything like was making you're cutting in or out I, I in and out I'm not getting your what you're saying hello okay she's disconnected um she's probably going to call back guys she'll finish telling us but she did say that she had just gotten her master's in counseling so that's exciting um, and uh, I, I see we got disconnected. I'm turning the mic back on. Hi. Hi. Um, so I missed that very last part that you were saying. Oh, I was just saying that what you were talking about with the bridge, it, it played with, um, you know, my plan to, to go into private practice but not knowing how I'm going to do it and just trust as things unfold to keep moving forward and not trying to have all the goals lined up, but just to move one step at a time. Oh, good. Yeah, that's kind of the way it felt. And and really, you can't make a bad step. If you're moving with that divine intention, that divine connection, there, every step is the correct one. So it may seem in the moment, gee, maybe this isn't going to be so good, but you'll either meet somebody there or... Uh, learn something new or get some ideas about the next step or whatever. And so it's, it, 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 we, we all do that. We all get sort of concerned. Oh, should I do this? Should I do that? You know, what choices? And I just encourage you to go for it because I feel very, it's very clear that you're going to take each step will be the right one. Are you, well, this oh, she's been a great, help for me and I really really appreciate it oh you're so welcome and I'm just happy you called and I I wish you luck in the whole job thing Um, would you mind emailing me and just letting me know kind of what's going on so that I get some sort of follow-up oh she's disconnected again there must be a maybe her phone's running out of battery Anyway, um, guys, I think now that I'm done with Denise's healing, and there is there are no more callers at the moment, I've talked enough, so I am going to wind up the show, but I want to thank everyone who's tuned in, whether it's been whether it's been live or in the archive show, I want to thank everyone and, and encourage everybody to get started. Go on my website. I have a lot of help there to get started and as I've said I have that that free little amalgamation statement that will help you get started on your neutralizing if you've never done it before or you don't have the book or you haven't heard any of the other shows I just encourage you to, to 
just give it give it a go. It's great if you can get a buddy. If you can get a buddy to do it with, and then you can kind of fuddle along and help each other. And it really is helpful to have someone who can be more of an objective party. And plus, you make the plan to get together to do it. So it becomes more regular in your life. And pretty soon, you get to see the shifts and the changes. And boy, then the it's so motivating. You just want to keep going. My life has changed 180 degrees many times because I've made it a lifestyle for all of these 30 plus years. And there have been periods where I did not do it month here or three months there. So that happens over the long haul. But it's been so consistent in my life that I've just things I couldn't have dreamed of even five years ago have come to fruition now. And let alone 10 or 20 years ago, oh my gosh, I couldn't have imagined that I would be where I am now. So it just keeps unfolding. It just keeps, you know, every day you're going to start to wake up happy and joyful and looking forward to the day and things start to go off your back that bothered you. It's just you can improve your health. My health is so much better now than it ever was. One day, one show, I will talk about real life results for myself and others that I know. I might even have someone on the show. I have some friends and clients that are willing to come on at some point and they can share with you their their journey and you can see just how incredibly effective this work is and the key doing something with the negative. The key is the neutralizing. Otherwise, it keeps affecting our lives. And on this planet at this point in time, Many, many people have come here to really get rid of a lot of patterns. And that's why many of us have difficulties. That's why many of us, because we choose that so that we become aware, so that we become motivated to seek and search and get those answers. So, and luckily, there's a lot of help out there. Thank goodness. So everybody has something that they're going to resonate to. And that's the key, that we all follow what we resonate to. We're all discerning and that we don't take things hook, line, and sinker, that we, we, we play it around in our own inner knowing, our own inner connection, and play it around in there and see what works for us. So anyway, I'm going to say goodbye and thank you again. And I hope... Everyone will tune in next week. And if you can't, don't forget, we have the archive shows. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.